Hello, Outer Banks and all those people who love it out there. This is Chef Westep, and welcome to my podcast, Outer Banks Raw, where me and my guests talk about all aspects of the Outer Banks state of mind. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Catch you later. This podcast is brought to you by NC Coast Grill and Bar in Duck, North Carolina. NC Coast Grill and Bar celebrates the flavors of the coastal south while bringing in cross-cultural and global influences to the Outer Banks. Hey, this is Chef Westep, and welcome to Outer Banks Raw. Welcome February, everyone. It's off-season down here on the Outer Banks, and we're kind of chilling and regrouping and looking at new things to do for the upcoming season and all of that good stuff, and we got a chance to breathe. It's awesome. February is Heart Healthy Month. I went through January and December. I started on my fitness and nutrition and becoming a more healthy you for 2023, and today I have a very special guest. Me and her have great conversations together, and She's really into wellness. Dr. Christina Bowen. How you doing, Doc? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today, Wes, and happy 2023 to everybody listening out there. So tell me, what's your title? What do you specialize in, dear? So I will tell you a little bit about my journey. It will help That'll you. be great. So I am a physician here in the Outer Banks, blessed to get to live and practice here in the Outer Banks. I started out in family medicine. And then quickly realized the impact that nutrition and exercise make in our overall well-being, as well as other things that we'll discuss today. And so I decided to pursue a fellowship in integrative medicine, which really looks at a holistic approach to your well-being and utilizes complementary therapies and the mind, body, and spirit as we treat patients, as well as lifestyle medicine. And so currently, I am practicing at the Center for Healthy Living. So I'm the medical director of the Center for Healthy Living at the Outer Banks Hospital. And love it. It's wonderful. And I also serve as the chief well-being officer for ECU Health. All right. Yeah. So it's really wonderful and rewarding. And like I said, I feel really blessed to get to practice this type of medicine. If I go to a a regular general practitioner or something because I got something wrong with me, they're going to have a toolbox full of medicines and saying, okay, we're going to start taking this and, you know, get on the Z-Pack and we'll do this and we'll do that. So Does your toolbox look different than other doctors being your wellness doctor? It does. And, you know, one of the things that I think is the most rewarding or is very rewarding, I'll say, in practicing here in the Outer Banks is the partnerships that we have with our primary care providers, our general surgeons, our orthopedic surgeons, our urologists. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Our ENT providers. They are gifted practitioners, and they understand the importance of taking this holistic approach and really utilizing these in the treatment of their patients. And so what we've seen is we get lots of referrals from them, and we really work in collaboration. And I think So in their toolbox are a lot of medicines, but what I've seen with them is they're referring to us and they're like, hey, you know what? We see we need to partner and we really need to take this holistic approach as we care for the people that live in the Outer Banks. And I'll tell you, it really speaks to Outer Banks health and their philosophy on community well-being because there's just really progressive. And 
I really appreciate the administration's foresight yes. and their focus on community well-being. And so my toolbox looks a little different, Yeah. but I'm holding the hand of those practitioners and glad that we can share toolboxes, if that makes sense. <laughs> of course. It's got yes. to be a joint so thing. so wonderful. How would I go to you? When am I going to look in the mirror? What's going to happen to me? Am I going to go to my general practitioner? He's going to go, hey, Wes, your blood pressure is really high. Your cholesterol is off the ceiling. If you don't change something, something's going to change inside of you. Right. And it might not be for the better. Yeah. So we're going to prescribe you to go see Dr. Boeing? Yes. Okay. So I just wouldn't walk in and go, hey, I'm way out of shape. No. Yeah. So we take both. It's a both and. Gotcha. So we see, like I said, so grateful to have the partnerships with the physicians, other physicians and credential providers here on the Outer Banks that will often refer to the Center for Healthy Living for something that they feel we need to help treat or hopefully reverse if it's a chronic disease, right? But we see tons of patients that are just like, "Mm, I am not feeling great. And I, maybe I have a family history or maybe I just, I want to optimize my well-being. I mean, I've had some patients in their 70s and 80s and they're precious and they say, I just wanted to come to you because I want to make sure I'm doing everything right. I said, well, I feel like I should sit down and and just take some notes and write a book about all you've done because they're doing great. Yeah, that's awesome. But so we see the whole spectrum. So we see patients that feel great and they just want to make sure there's not a supplement that they could take or something they need to add in. Right. We see a lot of oncology patients that have either are going through treatment or have finished treatment and they're like, hey, you know what? I don't want to get recurrent cancer again. And I heard that I actually, through my lifestyle, can make a difference. And that's true, correct? And that is definitely true. The science tells us that. So something as oblique as cancer could also be deterred by proper nutrition, exercise, moving, just doing the next right thing. I tell people the big five. So when you talk about cancer prevention, maintaining a healthy weight, body mass index of 25, eating a plant-predominant diet, moving your body, so 150 minutes of cardiovascular exercise, minimal amounts of alcohol, and not smoking. And so people really, it's super empowering to people, whether they've had cancer or they're high risk for cancer. Wow, I can really make a difference. Yes, you can. We see joint patients, so patients that are having pain or a lot of patients that want to get healthy before they get their joints replaced. That has been awesome because they come in They make these lifestyle changes. Often they lose quite a bit of weight before their surgery, and they come back after that surgery, and they're like, now I really want to move because their joints feel so much better, and they got a new joint. That is one thing about being pretty much of a—we're a great community, okay? And, I mean, you know, what what I love about the Outer Banks is the Outer Banks in the summertime, it's like, okay, it's around the world on the Outer Banks, right? But then in the wintertime and then throughout the course of a lot of the year, it's like Mayberry. You know what I mean? I know you, you know me, and we know Stu, and we know Joe, and oh, Bill's really in good shape, or Dr. Boeing is someone you need to talk to, and we care about each other. You know what I mean? It's like we're in the same lifeboat together. And the Outer Banks Hospital and all of that has done an amazing job at progressing and carrying on because our community has evolved. It and has. if the healthcare doesn't evolve with the community, then it's not going to be a long living community. And the healthcare has evolved. You know what I mean? So, the Outer yeah. Banks, you know, with the cancer center and with your wellness clinic, being a wellness doctor, which is really cool because it's not only is it's it really cool. yeah. treating without maybe, you know, with other tools in your toolbox rather yeah. than just prescriptions. Okay. Yeah. So, 
it's also preventative medicine. There's a real need to focus on prevention right. and reversal of chronic disease. Because yes. as you said, we're seeing rises in obesity. We know heart disease, diabetes, hypertension, all of those things, as well as cancer. And the amazing, empowering thing, and probably one of the things that struck me the most when I started my fellowship in integrative medicine was just because you feel like something is in your genetic tree, right? Right. Your life doesn't have to play out that way. Right. You do need to feel empowered that the way that you take care of, as far as I can tell, this one precious body that we're given, it really is going to make a difference down the road with the prevention of cancer, with prevention of chronic diseases. And if you do get cancer, if you do get chronic diseases, wow, I'd like to do something about this. Wellness, lifestyle medicine, integrative medicine can help you to prevent those. And so I've seen many patients with elevated, we call, it's an A1C, so it looks at your blood sugar over the last three months. And they come in and they're really concerned, you know. Right. This shows that, like, if I don't do something, I might develop diabetes or maybe their blood pressure has been elevated or their cholesterol. And through lifestyle modifications, which are really holistic. It's nutrition, it's physical activity, it's sleep, it's your emotional well-being. Right. All of these things and really taking that holistic approach, we've seen just phenomenal results with patients reversing all of those. And the neat thing is not just that your numbers get better, they feel better. Right. They're really optimizing their well-being. And truly, that's why I do what I do. Right. Like, let's all live our best life. What is it we're called to do? And let's take care of our body so we can do a really good job doing that. Right. In my experience, when I began working out and then, and it was all periodical in that I didn't just do everything at once. That's okay? right. So I didn't For try sure. to like eat clean, yeah. work out, get on a schedule, go with a trainer, do everything. I didn't do everything at once. I did things piecemeal. That's right. You know, so my yeah. first step was to get into the gym, but I was really out of shape. Yeah. Okay. When I right. first walked into the gym some 30 years ago or whatever it was, you know, I had never really worked out before. In high school, I never got into the sports. I never got into any of that stuff. Yeah. I was doing, uh, chasing other pursuits <laughs> and uh, none of them healthy. And I can continued that way of life all the way through college and then through my work career. And then, and when I went to the gym the first time, I couldn't even bench press really the bar. And I was way overweight and I had just a lot of fat on me. Yeah. But what I found was, is I went in for all the wrong reasons. I just want to start looking good again. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. this, that, and the other. Very vain, you might say. But what happened was, as I continued the pursuit, is it changed. And it was a psychic change. There was, yeah. it was part of, I mean, it gave me a renewed confidence. It let me say I can achieve other things in my life that I thought, oh, well, I for missed sure. those opportunities. You know what I mean? So it was a holistic approach. I totally. didn't look for it, but I found but it. But it found you. I think, you know, you raised such a good point, Wes, is when we see patients at the Center for Healthy Living, we set SMART goals, right? right. And it's kind of a buzzword. What is a SMART goal? specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-sensitive. To me, what it means is you're setting a goal for yourself. You're setting it for success. You're giving yourself grace. And you're starting with really small changes. And what I just heard you saying is those little changes, they, oh, they start add to add up. And what happens, I've seen this with patients. Dr. Bowen, 
oh, this is what I eat. I eat terrible and I don't want to exercise and I and I don't sleep well either. And I said, let's start with a really small change. And I'll look at somebody over a year, one of my favorite patients, and you just see these little small changes and what never will I be able to exercise turns into exercising and eating a plant predominant diet and sleeping and pain decreasing and feeling better. And that's what we see over and over again at the Center for Healthy Living. And we really try to tell our patients is this is a journey, right? This is not something you have to do overnight. Start just like you said, start with it's okay. I can't bench press the bar, right? Just start there, right? Start with the bar. Mm-hmm. Right, you'll add on weights, and you're going to start eating better. You're going to definitely start sleeping better if you start yeah. exercising. I mean, all of these things, and it's such a wonderful, and it just helps your life unfold, and you really optimize your well-being. Okay, if at that point in time in my life I could have taken a pill, sure, I would have taken a pill, right? Okay, because I mean, I don't really want to go in there and exert myself and feel uncomfortable in an environment that I'm not used to being in, sure, and all the other stuff because. If I could have took a pill, I'd have took a pill. If I could have done it on my own, I would have done it on my own years before I got that out of shape. Right. It's like you reach a point where you need to reach out, you know what I mean, and get some help. Life is not something that we do so Yeah, no, and I love that. I really appreciate that. A couple of things that you said really resonated with me. I had a sign in my room for a long time. I need to go find it. And it said, change of any sort requires courage. Yeah. And my dad used to tell me, doll baby, the best things in life usually don't come easy. Right. Right. For sure. And I would say really feeling like you're optimizing your well-being and you're living your best life. They might feel a little difficult. Yeah. It might feel easier to take a pill. But overall, you're opening up your life to a lot of really wonderful possibilities. Oh, I'd have sold myself way short if I'd have have been able to do that. Yeah, and the partnership piece, I think, is really amazing. And I know we were just talking before the podcast about health coaching. Yes. And how I just think we have a health coach at the Center for Healthy Living. And Denise DePedro has just been foundational, really, for us to help patients succeed. Because myself and my partner and nurse practitioner, Marielle Silk, we can't see patients every week or even every month. Most patients don't see us every month. But Denise is able to help and really partner with us and have them be held accountable And I think about Mario and Kate that I know you've had on the podcast, just how, wow, I tell people all the time, you need a workout partner. And if you are able to get a trainer, it's amazing to have that accountability. Right. And you know, something else that we can talk about a little bit later is just the concept of sometimes people need someone to help them remove barriers to living their best life and living that optimal life that they want to create this well-being. And that's where I feel like life coaching can be really, really helpful. I think one of the biggest barriers to any kind of when you're approaching change is that contempt prior to investigation, you know, in that they're going to go, okay, well, I'm going to go see Dr. Boeing and she's not going to want me to eat meat anymore because you're a vegan. Exactly. Are you a vegan, by the way? I am not a vegan, actually. It's just a rumor going on around there. It's a rumor. I do eat plant predominant and my protein of choice when I am not just eating plant predominant is our local called seafood that we are so. Lucky, and I eat it in Seacoast, and I love it. So, yeah, and I think you're so right because yeah. I know that is the word on the street. And when patients come in and see me, Dr. Bowen, you gonna make me eat plants? I'm like, yes, I'm not 
actually going to make you. I'm going to ask you and invite you to right. eat more fruits and vegetables and beans and seeds and grains and nuts than you might be eating right now. But I'm going to invite you and right. partner with you on that. If they do decide, okay, I'm going to change the way I'm eating and everything like that, you get a whole new appreciation. Okay, me from experience, yeah. all right, doing two bodybuilding competitions. Vegetables were always free. So it's like, you know, Levi would be like, oh, you can eat all the veggies you want as long as they're not lathered in butter yeah. and all that yeah. other stuff. Veggies are free. So it's like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat a sweet potato. I'm going to eat. Next thing you know, though, too, is the most amazing thing happened. All of a sudden, when I started cleaning up my diet and I quit eating all the processed foods, Uh an avocado has never tasted quite as good as an avocado tasted. When I I was like, this is like eating a ribeye. You know what I mean? Because of the fat content. I do know what you mean. It's like an apple. Oh, my God. Yes. Until you clean up your diet, your body comes back, and an apple is sweet. And One you know of my what? favorite things is yeah. a Honeycrisp apple. Honeycrisp. Fuji's mine, okay? Oh. And I like and bananas. I love bananas. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and they've got a lot of potassium in them, so they help you get through, like, being sore so quick. Yeah. You know, just little things that help. And I think, you know, you bring a really good point that I feel like I hear with patients a lot. And I love it and get so tickled when they'll tell me this. They'll say, Dr. Bowen, I've been cleaning up my diet. And this is how I've been eating. I've been eating plant predominant. I feel so good. My joints. Mostly I see patients in their 40s and 50s and 60s. And I'm 47. So, you know, we have a a few creaks and aches. And they're like, I feel so much better. Like I can move better. My joints feel better. I feel more alert. I'm sleeping better. And then I went to this party. Yeah. And I ate this meal. I felt terrible for like two or three days. Yeah. And they feel like it's a confession. And I always say, my office is the no judgment zone. Filled with grace and love. I'm just here to partner with you. And so they'll, you know, divulge that. And I'm like, well, so what did you learn from that? And they're like, it's not worth it. I was like, yeah, actually, sometimes it's a blessing right. to get off, as my dad will sometimes say, as you're on this ship of healthy living. And he's like, sometimes I swan dive off the ship. Right. And you know what I find out? I don't feel good. Right. And so you really are like, it's actually, it's that cost, you know, cost, but it's not, it's not worth the cost. The obsession was a lie. And the, the obsession only- with, yeah, apple <laughs> pies was a lie. It was a lie because I ate it and I'm I not feeling good I about this. I don't feel well. And it's not that I'm guilty about it because it's no. not It's not all about that. It's about what it does to your body. Once That's you right. get it cleaned up, it's like you plug in all of that processed sugars and everything else and your body, you're going... Wow. I mean, it's amazing how desensitized you are when that's the only way you eat for so long. You don't even know really what what it's like to feel good anymore. That's right. And that's what happens is you just feel so much better. And your palate really does change. And I've told patients that as I've continued to clean up my diet, I do have myself a sweet tooth. And I I guess I I, I can't say that I still have it. I did, but I now did. my honey crisp apple with peanut butter, like I'd just as soon eat that for dessert as a pie. And I love that it. will satisfy it. All the and nat- that'll satisfy it. Yeah, all the natural foods that I've found, you know what I mean? It's like I tell people all the time, they're going, well, but I'm really freaking hungry, Wes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I really am craving that. I'm like, when you're craving something, eat. Yeah. I said, I don't care what time it is, but eat something healthy. Eat you know, something Eat the healthy. sweet potato. Eat your That's veggies right. are great then because it's like, Fill okay. your stomach up. As soon as you eat, For me, the cravings go away. Fuel your body. Food is medicine. Right. And one of the things you said about guilt. Yeah. I really want to touch on that. 
when you come in and when the people come in and see me or I just have conversations in the community, this really has to be about compassion. Right. It truly has to be about loving yourself and knowing regardless of the journey that lies ahead, the changes that you feel like you have to make, that you're worthy of those changes. Right. And to really give yourself compassion. So when you might, maybe you really are like, I, in fact, feel like I need that apple pie. When you feel like you've got to just, you want to make those bad choices and you make them, give yourself compassion. Right. And you're human. Give yourself grace and know that, guess what? The next choice that you make can be a healthy one. Oh, yeah. And so I think really that blame and shame, it's much like Brene Brown. Probably a lot of people have heard of her. She did a lot of work on shame. And shame does not serve us. Right. Right? It doesn't serve our emotional well-being. It doesn't serve us on this journey to optimizing our well-being. It doesn't serve our emotional health. So we just need to release it and choose compassion instead for ourselves. Where are you from originally? I am from Greenville, North Carolina. Oh, hell, you're right up the road. I'm right up the road. My entire family. Did you go to ECU and all that stuff? So I went to ECU for medical school, and my grandparents are from Bertie County, and my family still lives in Chowan County, and I ended up in the Outer Banks. My daughter went to Chowan. She did? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where is that in Murfreesboro? Yep. Look at me. Sorry. This is is truly a conversation, right? I'm from Eastern North Carolina, and my grandparents and my family had a house in Nags Head since I was four and a half. So you came down here on vacation like so the rest of us. I came down here all the time, and then I married my husband, Dr. Mann, and we were completing residency in Charlotte, and I said, we were like, where are we going to go? He's like, I have to be near the ocean. He is a big surfer. All right. And so that was Wilmington or the Outer Banks, and I laughed with him and say. He basically called, I think, the practice manager and was like, are you hiring? Oh, okay, no, all right, and hung up because he really wanted to live in the Outer Banks. And so through a lot of prayer, I said, I'm going to move to that tiny island, and I just love it, and I feel so blessed to call it home now. Do you see more advantages or disadvantages of trying to pursue a healthy lifestyle in this region? On the Outer Banks. Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think that for sure, I feel like it's advantageous to live in the Outer Banks. Just to brag a little bit on our Outer Banks health, you know, we're building a new state-of-the-art cancer center that will be finished this fall. And one of the things that we've seen with our cancer care is that we've seen decreased mortality. And so we've seen improvement in our cancer care. And I really attribute that to the community well-being aspect that the Outer Banks lifestyle provides. Because as we were talking, there's so much opportunity to get outside and move. Right. So, I mean, not you might, might be like, I don't want to exercise. I just want to move. And I'm, you know, sitting in here with you recording this, and I'm right. looking at the boardwalk and dock. Right. And just so many beautiful Nags Head Woods. It's just, it calls, the, the Outer Banks calls you, the beach, to be outside. Right. To move your body. And then from a nutrition standpoint, we have so many wonderful places to get local produce. And when you want to go out and go out with friends or go out on a date, we have so many wonderful options for independent restaurants, just as yourself, one of our favorite restaurants in Seacoast to go on date night. But many other restaurants here on the Outer Banks that 
really do a fantastic job oh, yeah. of trying to keep our community healthy. So if anything, I think it's probably one of the healthier places to live for sure in North Carolina. It's very empowering to patients yes. because I've heard, gosh, do you really, do people really change? I'm like, yes. Oh yeah. People feel so empowered when they know, just like you said, oh, I didn't realize like my grandmother had breast cancer. My mom had breast cancer. And so when I walked into my fellowship and they said, did you know there's something called epigenetics and you can actually change like you're basically what you're talking about? And I said, I knew I was sitting in the right chair. And that's why people feel so empowered. Oh, wait, like my story does not have to impact me for the rest of my life as far as it relates to my health and well-being. And it's so true. It doesn't. No, my story changes. My story can change. You guess what? You can write your own you story. You can write your own story. And it's never too late to get started. And it's ne- oh, my gosh, no. Some of our 70-year-old patients who I say, oh, my gosh, you're 70 years young. They come in and see us. And I tell you what, they have been just eye-opening and amazing to see the changes that they make, how much better they feel, the weight loss. It's just phenomenal. So it's never too late. Right. Never. Is there anything you'd like to add towards the end? Anything you'd like to talk about? I think just recognizing that there is a center out there, the Center for Healthy Living, that really does. There is a lighthouse out there if you feel like you're in rough seas. Yes, that was actually my devotion this morning, Matthew 5, 16. There is a lighthouse out there, and we are so excited to partner with you and your local health care provider to really Optimize your well-being for whatever that looks like to you, right? right? It's individualized. We want you to live your life. We're all unique human beings. We want you to live your best life. And we have some really cool tools in our toolbox to help you do that. That's awesome. No matter how passionate me and you can talk about this subject or me and Mario or Kate or Levi or whoever it is, just whoever's out there listening to us, remember, it might sound great and everything like that. Wait till you experience it. That's exactly Because then right. you won't be able to explain what working out and eating right does for you, but people will be able to see it. And that's where the ripple effect comes in. All our job is is to plant the seeds. We don't necessarily have to see them bloom. It's so true. So, yeah. Anyway, I want to thank you a lot for coming in today. I yeah. think we had a great conversation. I learned a lot. And I appreciate you and the hospital for everything they're doing. We're going to be doing that Gay Let It Go here real soon. And we're doing the food for that. We're really grateful to you and your team. And there'll be some tastefully fit stuff on that, which is my healthy. That's awesome. Yeah. All the food groups. But anyway, thank you so much. And I appreciate you coming in. I appreciate what you do. Thanks for having me. It's been a real pleasure. You take care. Take care. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. I did. You know, it's nice talking to a doctor about nutrition and wellness and finding out that the Outer Banks is very, very, very good for that kind of pursuit in your life. Anyway, you're worth it, so make sure you do it coming up on a new year. Once again, please subscribe to Outer Banks Raw. That's the podcast we got going on down here. Everything about the Outer Banks, all you wanted to know, and more. Anyway, till next time, this is Outer Banks Raw, Chef West Step. Later.